Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Final hour of the program. Thank you for sticking around with us if you've been with us. Thank you for joining us if you're joining us. We don't take enough time to say thank you to you. You know what has kind of skyrocketed lately? Friends of the show when we're out places. Sure. There have been so many. And trust me, friend of the show, if you're worried about coming up and saying hi, you're don't, a little shy. Don't do it. Run. Don't be shy. Oh, okay. Come up, because Fred desperately needs the attention. My favorite thing when friend of the show comes up is when we're in the middle of the segment and we're wearing headsets, and then they start talking. And then we point at the headsets, and then they talk louder. We go, we're in a, we're in a segment. Just You know how the format of the show works. You listen to the show. From the Sports Animal Texer, 505-246-0610, Ryan Seacrest is also on Monday Night Countdown. I don't think that's true. I'll have to, I'll have to, he is I'll, now hosting Wheel of Fortune. Good get. They got a little bit of everybody there. Also from the texter, please don't let Van pick for your team. This is in reference. Fred, did you text the text line yourself? Yeah. Did not. That's, that's his number. It's not my number. I don't have a 505 number. Sorry, guys. Today's I-9 Varsity, I-9 Varsity of Sports Center Anchors. League Office 280 at I-9Sports.com, 505-312-4999. You want to go first? You want me to go first? I'll go first. First on my I-9 Varsity of Golden Age Sports Center Anchors. Okay. His reign was short-lived, but boy, was it a good one. All right. 1993 to 1996. I probably was my most impressionable at the time. We're going to pick the same guy. Craig Kilborn. Kills. He is so damn good. Incredibly funny. He might have been the funniest, catchiest, most creative anchor in the history of SportsCenter. You know, he lost his show because he was signed with Worldwide Pants, which is David Letterman's company. Mm -hmm. Because David Letterman, don't know if you know this, Amory, he owned the time slot on CBS Sports, the 1030... um, Eastern Central Mountain or whatever, uh-huh. following the, the the evening news. He also owned the hour after that. Mm. So he produced whatever show was after that. For a lot of years, it was Craig Kilburn. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a lot of years, it was Craig Ferguson. No mm-hmm. relation. Well, you get the You, you don't yeah. get related by yes. first name. Seth Myers, he owned that one for a also while. Also no relation. Also no relation. Mm-hmm. But Craig Kilborn lost, it, lost that time slot because he went back and did a sports center anchor comeback thing like a throwback sports center week and david letterman said oh you didn't get permission for that see ya oh bummer yeah i had to go hey marie who you got Stuart scott mm. okay one was sentimental out the gate bringing heavy hitters that's first. an emotional pick mm-hmm. no reason stay emotional yeah no reason to foreplay on that one Mm-mm. um i was married for a lot of years i was married for like 10 years okay 
And I think the only person that I've gone to sleep with more than my ex-wife was Linda Cohen. That was my mm. next one. I have mm. gone. I to, didn't want to be. You should have went Linda Cohen first. Yeah, I've fallen oh, no, asleep about it. to Linda Cohen more nights than I have anyone else mm. outside of a 10-year marriage. Give me Linda Cohen. Um, she's not really even that good. She's just kind of around. She's good. Nah. What? She's too much hockey. Too much hockey. She played goalie one time for the New Jersey Devils during like a practice, and she talked about it for fifteen years. Van. Next on my I nine varsity of Golden Age Sports Center anchors. Mm-hmm. One of the funniest dudes, not named Craig Kilborn. Oh, don't do it. Love his voice. Love his dry sense of humor. Friend of the show. Charlie Steiner. Mm. All right, we never had Charlie on. I love Charlie Steiner. Does a great job calling uh, Dodgers games now. At the legend. Upgrade. The GOAT. Upgrade, by the way. Vin Scully's gone. He does a great job with that. But he's never done anything better than SportsCenter. You don't want to replace. Hilarious. You don't want to replace Derek Jeter. He's hilarious. He was very funny. Hey, Murray. Another funny Golden Age Sports Center anchor, one of my favorites, Kenny Main. Mm. Friend of the show, Kenny Main. Yep. Love Kenny Main. Multiple contributor, Kenny Main. Very funny. Very dry. Love him. He was funny when we had him on. I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna take down the facade for a second. Okay. I'm no longer Fred Slow on the radio. I'm now just Fred Slow the person. Okay. Kenny Main didn't like how quick we were. Kenny Main is very accustomed to being the quickest guy in a room. Yeah. Kenny struggled. A lot of people in that world do. A lot of them. They're like, wait, I'm always the funniest guy in the mm-hmm. room. What is this? You didn't care for that. No. All right, I'm back in radio mode. Okay. Now okay. what? I feel like I should do like the Missy Elliott thing. The Sherman Yemen to Fling Dang Demo? Sherman Yemen to Fling Dang Give me Keith Olbermann. I'm a big Keith Olbermann guy. Same. Mm-hmm. Mostly it's for the political stuff, mm-hmm. but I'll recognize that he did Sports Center for a while. Mm-hmm. Give me Keith Olbermann and his vocal and outward hatred of Donald Trump. That's what I'm in on. Oh, my God. A lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of fun. Just hates him. Look, the he, guy that everybody got his game from. Keith Olbermann replies to every Marjorie Taylor Greene tweet. Go ahead. The legend. The dude that everyone stole his style. The legend, Chris Berman. Oh, yeah, that's going to be mine. Chris one. Berman. I mean, he's the example for the class okay. for everything. The generation after him got a little edgier, a little cooler, a little funnier. But, but he's the example for the class. Hey, Marie. I'm going along with your favorite partner to Keith Old Mormon, Dan Patrick. I mean, I'll say it. It's not that good. I like him. Like as an anchor, is like a talk show host. I like him as both. Oh gosh. I think I've told you this. I've heard some horror stories. I've heard some horror stories. I'm gonna go with Jonathan Coachman. Very good when he was with WWE. Okay. 
just could tell the story of what was going on in the ring. Excellent backstage interviewer known as Coach. Good pro wrestling name if I ever heard one. Give me Jonathan Coachman. I don't know that one. He was a color commentator for WWE Raw for a long time. Um, and he made it on SportsCenter? So he was the voice of WWE and the XFL for a long time. And then slummed as the sports center anchor. Okay. Like oh, eight. I thought we were talking about like when we were growing up, anchors on Sports Center. Do you? How old do you think I am? Does two thousand nine not count? Well, we. I thought you were talking about like the golden age when Sports Center was like really, really good. None of these other losers have ever been part of WWE. Oh. All right, my cleanup hitter. Yeah. Thank you. Is the reason that we're doing this segment, this I-9 Varsity, in the first place. Really? And it's fellow Aqua Teen Hunger Force fan, okay. funny dude, Scott Van Pelt. So Absolutely. clever. Hundred. So damn clever. He's as good now as he was at his peak. And Best I love sports. all the Aqua Teen Hunger Force references. Best sports center actor ever. Number one in the hood, G. Hey, Marie. I'll give some love to Brian Kenny. <laughs> he sucks. That's not your best work. Though. Yeah, come on. Not I, bad. Not bad. That's why I, I said I'll give some love. Okay. Is, is this, he's your honorable mention. He's yeah, on the cusp. Like he's on the cusp. <sighs> None of these guys suck. Just how many times can you bring up analytics? That's a huge part of why people watch it, Fred. It, it was a good job the first time. Do I need to hear it every single time? Ugh. Most people think Dan Patrick's the goat. I'm personally a Scott Van Pelt's the goat kind of guy. I, I, yeah, I love him. Dan Patrick is, uh, most people would say he's the goat. Two guys from my hometown, Matt Weiner and Trey Wingo, both very good. Friend of the show, Ned James, suggested Susie Colber. I love Susie Colber. Awesome person, not a phony. You just hate women, Fred? Do I hate them? Because <laughs> Susie and Linda are pretty talented. Well, hold up. Linda's way better than Susie. I'll give you that. And Linda's not nah, that good. I like them both. If we're going to go the ladies, we're not picking from the right Those list. Those are two like iconic women, though, that like really open doors for a lot of women like me though it's like the the women list of a really it's robin roberts that's the one no i love robin roberts mm -hmm. too hannah storm i like i like hannah storm but i still think you need to give a lot of respect to linda and Susie, though Ugh. they've done a lot they're not in the mix though they're in like the sage steel level they're just not that good is that the Kirk cousins area no that's like Lindsay zarniak <laughs> she sucks <laughs> Honorable mention, Trey Wingo. That's a good honorable mention. Shelly Smith, I would put in there. I think she was very good for a long time. Pam Oliver, is she with? She's not there anymore, though. She, no. She's with Fox Sports. She was good for a long time. Michelle Tafoya was good for a long time. Mm. She's with. She's with like Amazon or something now, right? A lot of those ladies are good. I think it's also about reps. They made the most with, like, less reps. For some reason, 
Susie Colbert got like every single show. Why? Because she's talented. Because Linda Cohn turned it down. And you know who super did suck? Jamel Hill. Jamel Hill sucked. She's good at like exclusively serious football talk. Besides that, miss me with the whole skill set. I used to run a bit on her. She would do this thing where she would tell a story of personal experience and then turn it into a sports headline. And I always thought that was the weirdest. Like Ben Roethlisberger would like commit a crime. And then she would talk about how she was a victim of a similar crime. And then that was the story. And she did this over and over again with every time an athlete committed a crime. Sure. And I'm like, I get it. That's good for a radio show. It's not good for this thing. Better combo than Olbermann and Patrick? Oh, now if we're doing combos, it's a much shorter list. It's Olbermann and Patrick, right? <sighs> Best combos? I think it's Berman and Jackson, but they did Monday Night Countdown, so that's not the same. It's Olbermann and Patrick. You're correct. It could be Van Pelt and Scott. <sighs> as much as I like those two individually, I think the best combo, Olbermann and Patrick. John Butchacross and everyone. He's so good. Step away, we come back. Amory's got all the NFL headlines. There's a handful of people who've got opportunity to suck. Katie Nolan sucks. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. <clears throat> now, mandatory NFL uh, headlines with Amory Castillo. Yes, we're doing it. Right, it's go, time for NFL headlines. Finally. Finally. Well, this is a very good and positive headline. The New England Patriots received good news on Isaiah Bolden following. Who? I'm. Well, I'm going to tell you. Following Saturday's scary collision, which resulted in New England and the Green Bay Packers agreeing to cancel the remainder of the preseason matchup. I saw that. That was brutal. It was brutal. Head coach Bill Belichick provided the crucial update on the rookie cornerback as he got to travel back to Foxborough with the team. He flew back on Sunday, and they talked to Isaiah on Sunday. He's in good spirits, and they're going to take it day by day. Now, this was DeMar Hamlin adjacent. Correct. Mm -hmm. He was injured with 10 minutes remaining in the fourth quarter, and they just decided... This is bigger than football, and we're going to can't suspend the, suspend the game. Well, and the problem was both of these dirtbag teams were getting super chippy, and I guess they had a super like chippy week of practice, mm -hmm. all based around scorn lovers. Really? I don't know that to be true, but it sounds like a lot of fun the way you said it. Now, it now, do you guys think this is going to be my question to you guys before I go into the next headline? Do yes. you guys think this is going to be a normal occurrence now? Canceling games? Yes. No. Canceling games? No. These injuries? Yes. Yes. They're getting bigger and faster and stronger, and the equipment is getting more dangerous. Of course, guys this are, is going to happen more often. Guys wear less pads now, too. You look at dudes out there, they don't have the shoulders the way they had them. They don't, even, they don't have the quads. I know quad is not like a super good example. Right. But they're just, they're not really laced up the way they used to be. The helmets, though. No, got a couple more for you guys. Uh, 
this was one of my favorite headlines of the day. The Washington Commanders and Baltimore Ravens wrap up NFL preseason tonight. And there are plenty of reasons to be excited about this matchup. Not only is this the first time you're going to see Sam Howell, who's officially named Washington starting quarterback, there are two teams that have heated joint practices last week. The Ravens have won 24 straight preseason games. I don't know if you guys knew that. With their last exhibition loss coming in 2015. We absolutely did not know that. Okay, but... Well, I 100% knew that. Did you know that? Because my name today on Facebook Live and YouTube Live is the Baltimore Ravens, and I'm undebeatable. Well, the reason I bring this up, though... Stupid. I know it is pretty (laughs) stupid. Uh, The commander's offensive guard, Sam Cosme, thinks it's straight up dumb. I think it's a stupid record, Cosme said. I mean, who gives a bleep about preseason games? I mean, the if, Ravens. We, if we beat it, great. We're going to beat it. So there you go. Cosme is clearly sick of hearing about the Ravens August. And even if this game doesn't help the Commanders make the playoffs in 2023, a win on Monday night would certainly be sweet. Is this, Did you Dumb. write all this down? This I like always a, do. You're like reading this? Oh, I had to re- read the direct quotes by Sam Cosme. No relation? No. <laughs> nice. Nice. Did, were you not impressed with Cosme thinking it's the Who? dumbest thing ever that the Patri- that the, the Ravens page. 24 preseason wins in a row? Yeah, we're on the same page. Yeah, why do they, and Fred says this a lot, why are they trying to be the best at something that no one cares about? <laughs> in <laughs> August. Yeah, why are they trying to be the best at the preseason when they know damn well it doesn't matter? You know, Fred, I make the best green bean casserole. No one else is trying. <laughs> no one else is trying. Uh, Miles Jack, I don't know if you guys know him, but he is a really good linebacker for the Philadelphia Eagles. Hold on. Before you tell me the remainder of this, give me your definition of the phrase really good. I just think their, uh, their defense is really good. Does that mean you just know their name? Is that the qualifier for really good? No, I'm going to tell you. He's a, he's a hundred tackle a year guy. He's good. He went to Georgia Tech. Was that right? I can't remember what college he went to. I've right. just been watching him. Uh, in uh, he spent time with the Pittsburgh Steelers and the he's Cleveland a Jacksonville Browns. Jaguar forever. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he, he's, UCLA he's all right. went to UCLA. Oh, that, there you go. He finishes fifth, actually, in tackles amongst linebackers in Jacksonville Jaguars franchise history. Why I bring this up, though, uh, he is pretty bored with football. He wants to retire because he's made a lot of money is considering a trade school. He likes to work. He doesn't like to sit at home. He's been blessed to make a lot of money, so he just he's sick of he just might want to retire and doesn't want to sit at home. So he's gonna he's gonna go to trade school. Well that's not it either. Not only does he want to go to trade school, he wants to have all the proper skills for the apocalypse. Do you think if the apocalypse comes, he said he wants to be trained in, in welding and See, plumbing? See, Van knew this was important. And, and elec- electrical work. I think that's pretty awesome. Quit the NFL to be a doomsday prepper? This is the best story of the day. Okay, I'm trying to get more sports-adjacent content than the normal analytics and stats. Thank you. For NFL headlines. And lastly, Aaron Rodgers. This was my last headline. Ooh, I like him. Aaron Rodgers to start versus Giants and Jets preseason finale on Saturday. He's going he's gonna to play in the preseason? Yes, he will start on <sighs> this Saturday. This is just for hard knocks. Just letting you all know. This is just for Those hard knocks. Those are Amory mandatory NFL headlines and try to be sports adjacent for you all as well. Thank you. What type of apocalypse are we talking about? 
like a zombie apocalypse, like the real one. The thing about the zombie apocalypse is no place is safe. Some places can be safer than others, Mm -hmm. but no place is ever truly safe. So I don't know where Miles Jack thinks he is preparing for the apocalypse (laughs) when there is no safety in the apocalypse. Well, that's why he wants to get more doomsday prepared. He wants to know how to weld. He wants to know how to do plumbing and electricity, work with his hands and build stuff. He said he's made plenty of money. He's good. He wants to be like a professional student, but at a trade school. Correct. Here's how you survive the apocalypse. You start a cult. It's the only solution to apocalypse survival. There's a cult in basically every apocalypse scenario ever. That's what I'm saying. You get a, you get a what? You get a compound. Inside of that compound, you put what? Peoples. Mm-hmm. And then from there, present yourself as their savior. And from right. that point on, you don't need skills. Right. Outside of, of lying and managing your harem. And Yeah, impregnating your harem. You have to impregnate your harem. For That's sure. a given. Yeah. And then your harem has to be prepared generations from now to be impregnated again by different offspring of different aspects of the harem. Mm-hmm. A family tree ain't going to fall. Everyone knows. Mm-hmm. And then where are we at? We're on Deer Island. Why are we on Deer Island? Pacific Northwest, owned formerly by the Illuminati. Where's Miles Jack from? Bellevue High School. Where? Right outside Seattle. Just a boats away from Deer Island. Cleverly named, too, Deer Island. Tons of resources. Is there really deer on the Deer Island? There is. Can zombies swim? They cannot. It's not just the first two words of a, a well-crafted love letter? Love that. Mm-hmm. Island boys. Dear Island. <laughs> Your shores look so great. Your trees at sunset are some of the nicest I've ever seen. The only skill you need in the apocalypse is bold-faced lying. Manipulation. Mm-hmm. Lying to stupid people. Yes. I don't get these cult leaders who, like, have mass suicides. You're wasting all this human capital. And Kool-Aid. Yeah. Take, you want to, you know, get weird with it. You want to do some some alcohol? You want to do some hooch? You want to do some drugs? Mm-hmm. Get weird? Go find God in your own way? Go crazy. Do this. But we- why are you putting in all that work to create this successful cult and then you kill everyone? Doesn't make any sense. No sense. That's That's the opposite of charlatan. All right, Miles Jack, hear me out. The only thing you need to focus on if preparing for the apocalypse... The opposite of a, a charlatan is a rallyton. It was a North, North Carolina, Carolina joke. Yeah, yes, it took it was. me a second. Yes, it was. Was not going to get that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Become a fabulous storyteller and allow people to call you Mr. Jack. That's all you got to do to survive the apocalypse. It's not about welding. It's not about uh, sheep shearing. It's not about sailing. It's not about canning. It's I not think about, all these things are important. It's not about You're, husbandry or cobblering. You have the post-apocalyptic playbook. You're rattling off all the big hitters right now. The only fabricator you need to be, Amory, is of lies. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. how you survive the apocalypse. In the Pacific Northwest on Deer Island. That's the only way you do it. Islands are always a great bet. For Zombies can not swim. Garbage can't swim. 
but they can start filling up the water and make a human island and crawl over their dead zombie bodies to one day finally make it to your island. You know the precise muscle control it takes to swim? People who are in absolute control of their bodies, some cannot even swim with that amount of control. Mm -hmm. To be a zombie and also often be missing appendage? Mm -hmm. Zombies can't even walk upstairs. You're going to tell me that zombies can swim? No, they can't swim. They cannot. I didn't say they could swim. Hey, Marie, did you say they could swim? No. Good. What I what I said was they can make a human bridge zombie out of bridge. their dead zombie bodies. Like ants. And then just walk across it. That is exactly it. Uh, but I'm telling you, a gentle wave. Well, that's power in numbers at this point. It's not just 12 dudes. You're talking to me about a zombie Thousands. dam that's going to stop the ocean waters? Correct. If Listen. If Miles Jack can handle anything, he can handle that. He's already studying this. He's like, send in the wedge. Mm-hmm. Well, good for Miles Jack. I'm super into it. Like, good for him. The provocative four. He plays a rough position that's going to get bopped on his noodle over and over and over again. He gets to have a successful career, make a ton of money, retire early, and then start growing his cult base. False witness. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. Why don't you be the manager of his cult? There can only be one leader. You don't want dissension in the cult. Or what? You have, so, yeah. you have to have someone helping you delegate. Cults pay really well pre-apocalypse. You yeah. can make the merch for the During cult? During or post-apocalypse? Cult. There's no money there. Just survival. I could be this guy in the cult. I could be the like the snake oil guy. Hey, like the con artist guy? No, but literal snake oil. Yeah, but I'm selling little. Some of it has to work. Hey, hey, guys. Yes, ma'am. The Ravens are winning to 7-3 right now in the first quarter. Just a little update for you. What's what's today? Monday. Ah. <laughs> I can't wait for Monday, September 11th. I'll tell you that much. That's a big day for us. Back at Howie's, baby. Getting super loose. All Jets right. Bills. Trying to come up with a cult name. We'll do that whenever we get back. Oh my God. I'm just saying, you don't need actual skills. You just have to be able to lie. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. You don't know Jackpocalypse. It's not bad. Not bad. Miles in time enclave. Is that good? The miles to go. Celebrity and ex-athlete cult. (laughs) (laughs) Now you can still buy in as a sorry person. Like a non-celebrity, non- athlete mm-hmm. in the post-apocalyptic world where your cult is led by doomsday prepper miles jack but you're on a lesser level you're not a jackian you got to work your way up hey marie you got to get eight friends yes to join the cult. and then those eight i'm friends, not joining your cult they'll be under you you think just because you have the brentwood baddies over there trying to survive Brentwood Baddies wouldn't be my cult as well. 
What would you have? The catastrophe congregation? I don't know what it would be yet. <laughs> Join us on the program. D2 Wayne. Wayne, welcome, brother. What up? Uh, hey, Fred. Hey, Van. Hey, Amory. Thanks for uh, letting me join your cult. I, I would love <laughs> to have a mini application because I don't like to fill out the long form. Uh, consider you already a member. Oh, thank you. Hey, I was, you know, as always, you guys say stuff that just really jars me. And I wanted Same. to chime in on the whole concept of preseason. And, you know, I, I really think I've solved it. You know how in the NFL rules book, there's that blank page on the last page where you, you kind of jot down the stuff that makes sense that you want to try to get in there. Sure. I think that, yeah, you know, it's so frustrating when you watch an NFL game and they do their overtime. And at the end of the overtime, there's a tie. So I think my solution for the, just to get a little energy into the preseason is that whichever team has the best preseason record will de facto get the victory and there will be no more ties at the end of the overtime period. Oh, super cold take. Hmm. Um, here's Man, the, that's yeah. rough. Here's the problem. Go on. Teams that even play for ties in preseason. Right. Like losers. I saw it over the weekend. Don't kick it. To, we got to get some reps for our live kicking team. No, you don't. None of those linemen are making the team. Go for the dub. Go for the dub all the time. Here's what I say. Take ties out completely. That's my move. Coaches don't wear ties on the sideline anymore. We don't have ties at the end okay. of the game. If the good Lord didn't want us to have ties, you wouldn't have yeah. numbers. College football has it correct. Keep well, scoring forever. Forever. Yeah. And I love it. Okay. The best football you don't game. Have to ever, agree with them, Wayne. Wayne, the best football game ever played is Boise State versus yeah. Oklahoma. That's the best football game ever played. How did it end? Overtime. Super. With a, with a billion more touchdowns. Statue of Liberty play. Super. Super. Ba. Give me that. Give me college football rules in the NFL. No more overtime. So we agree. We agree. Ties are bad, but that doesn't help with the situation of. You know, giving some value to the preseason. No, they're both bad. Agreed. Yeah, they're good hey, for well, selling for tickets. My call. You guys, you guys always make my day good. Thanks. For, See thanks you. For, thanks for keeping Albuquerque, you know, uh, intelligent. Let's oh, I like that. Ooh. See you on Patriots Day at Howie's September the 11th. Intelligent. I bet you you will. <laughs> Love that. I will not be there. We don't, I mean, you might. I'll be in Minnesota. What day? Fallen. September 11th. Just plummeting down the totem pole here. You know, the friends of the show would like to meet you, Amory. They don't believe you're real. (laughs) I was at wrestling. Moving forward, we're only going to refer to it as Duke City Championship Wrestling. I'm sorry, Duke City Championship Wrestling. The greatest wrestling promotion in the history of organized athletics. That's all we have to say every time. Production note. If you go to dccwtickets.com right now, you cannot get a front row ticket, by the way. I will promote. I told you I have shared it on my social media, and I keep telling everybody about it. Put up this post right now on your social media. Go, who wants to line daddy's pockets? No, I'm not saying Put, that at all. What? What? And I'm never using that phrase ever in my life. Let's all get together and line daddy Freddie's pockets. Freddie with an eye. 
we're going to single-handedly change the perceived meaning of DP. Daddy's pockets. Now it's daddy's pockets. Yeah. I was a little worried right there. <laughs> you thought it was Dallas Page? Uh-huh. Because of I don't know Dallas what Page? I thought it was, uh-huh. but. Double play, obviously. Double what play. Is, what else mm-hmm. would it be? You can't hit into daddy's pockets. You're going to hit into a double play. Hmm. If you're excited about getting in daddy's pockets, here's how you slide money into them. Go to dccwtickets.com. Buy some. Buy some tickets. It's that easy. It's that easy. But you cannot sit next to the ring because they're all sold out. Already? <laughs> the ring seats are gone <laughs> why, already? Why does everyone buy so many tickets? That's so cool. Opening on the 14th for Duke City Championship Wrestling is Amory Castillo. She's doing a set in the middle of a wrestling ring. Have you ever done that, Amory? Have you ever done stand-up in a wrestling ring? In a wrestling ring, no. I've done a re- uh, comedy in a lot of interesting places in the last 15 years, but not in a wrestling ring. Like in the back of a Volkswagen? Have you ever done that one? No. Where's the weirdest place you've ever done comedy? Strip club. That's not that weird. I've seen comedy. No, that's not weird at all. But it was weird when it was like... Because they didn't stop the dancers. They asked you to perform. No, no, no. not No. It was just weird with the strippers going. Did they have sports on the TV? That's my number one pet peeve. My number one pet peeve of stand-up comedy. I mean, that's very on brand for me. Did did the regulars at the strip club ask you what you're going to do with that microphone? Yeah. (laughs) No. No? Did they say... It was the Taj Mahal in Atlantic City. Let me Google something real quick. I like the Taj Mahal it was scores. on Carlisle and Albuquerque. <laughs> that all oh, bomb. Very good. It's a great buffet. I know everyone, um, the second quarter just started of the Ravens-Commanders game, and it's still 7-3. Nobody cares, Amory. I do. Nobody cares that Sam Howell's 6-7 of seven for 64 yards. Yeah. I didn't know it was a Trump. It was, but it closed. Yeah, Hard Rock bought it. I used to perform a lot in Lank City. Those were a lot of weird shows. Did they ask you if A. Marie was your stage name? Uh, no. Here's the cool way to do it when you're at one of those places. You go, is that your Christian name? Mm. That's what you say. Mm. That's the name your mama gave you? That it. Me and Van spent some time in a place that you, a place similar to a place that you performed stand-up comedy <laughs> recently. I don't think there was anyone named A. Marie. I didn't get anyone's name. Yeah, I don't get a lot of names. There. I don't get a lot of names. I don't, I don't meet a ton of new people when we're at those establishments. You just, you just go with the ones you already know? Sure. Just go with the... I'm not there to make friends. Yeah, open my, mm-hmm. I know most of them from their cash app handles. I usually it's, don't uh, expand my business tree very often while I'm there. I made a very significant business uh, partner one time at a club that Amory performed uh, comedy at. That's nice. Uh, Here? Just kidding. It was here. <laughs> Can I tell you one of the best things I've ever read? Please. We only have 15 minutes left. I'm, you're probably not going to care. I'm a big Swifty, Taylor Swift fan. Same. They're the same birthday. Um, Bill Belichick is the biggest Swifty. That's not true. No, 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 I, they, I don't no it just came all. out because he thinks she's tough. Because she played music in the rain. Oh, my God. Bill Belichick said that people. was pretty impressive. She's tough, man. She stood out there and played right through. I didn't see this till now. I'm sorry. I had to bring it up. I This definitely would have been in uh, Amory's mandatory headlines. She wasn't playing a concert in a 83 Honda Civic. She was I, on stage. 
I heard that after. He I doesn't z- have holes. And then people asked her, asked Belichick, so are you officially a Swifty? And the coach replied, Bill Belichick replied, officially? I don't know about that. Never give away the game plan. Oh, God. <laughs> so here's. Sorry. I had 15 more minutes. Sure. Here's no, it's, more, it's actually more under 10 minutes with commercials. So here's get it the, in. Here's an update. We have a break. I just saw. One more break. After Isaiah Bolden came off the field, Bill Belichick told him to go to the sideline and shake it off. Mm-hmm. So oh, there's a, you know, in a very serious injury here at uh, our last game, but uh, he doesn't got the same stuff that Taylor Swift's made out of. I'll tell you that much. He's a, she just what do you know she did last weekend? Uh, she's here. She's here in Boston and. She played a whole concert in the rain. It was just, I mean, she's 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 a tough girl. She's, she's the she's the example for the class. I mean, we got we got fifty three guys on this football team here, and I'll tell you what, Taylor Swift, she could she could slide right in here and just be one of the boys. I was uh, I was live at that concert. I was in attendance, and uh, I brought my guitar for Taylor to sign, and I, I could not tell if it was rain or teardrops on it. I I uh, I really I really love. Uh, I really get Taylor Swift because she's she's coming out of her current era, just like I'm leaving the Brady area right now. And uh, so, I mean, when she sings, she's I mean, she's really singing straight to me. The uh, second half will be uh, Taylor's version. I mean, as as a as a fashion icon, she she also wears a lot of sleeveless shirts, and um, that's just the Patriot way. You know what I mean? If uh, anyone's got a bracelet. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. It's universally accepted that the first season of winning time on HBO sucked. Whoa, whoa, no, whoa. I liked it. Whoa. It did not suck. I thought it was so good. Critically, and it's disaster. Still good. No. Critically, it crushed. Audience wise, the ratings crushed. Zero watchers. Uh, Van and I watch it. So it was brought back. And it's good. It ended the friendship of Judd Apatow, John C. Riley, and Will Farrell. They died for this. This heap. I love it. I love every second about it. Same. Jeannie Buss is the worst written character in the history of adapted from real life. I think she does a fantastic job, and I think the writers did a fantastic all, job with all, her character. All my brothers are so stupid. I got all the good ideas, and my daddy doesn't trust me. Are you watching it, Fred? That's kind of uh, what he just did was very low, very lowbrow there, but also very accurate. Very accurate. It's very accurate. That's the story. Have you been line. watching the show? I'm surrounded Fred? by idiots, and I'm the diamond in this rough turd. <laughs> Hey, guys, this is me, Dr. Jared Buss. I'm the owner of the Los Angeles Lakers. And I, hey, it's pretty cool. I get to hang out with Magic Johnson all day. I think it's real cool, man. Daddy, you should draft Magic Johnson. Everyone calls her an idiot. Uh, the guy's name is Magic Johnson. That's a crazy name for a basketball player, man. So good. <laughs> Daddy, all my brothers are going to drive this business into the ground. Uh, look, I don't know if Magic Johnson is his real name, but I think it's a real cool name. If I worked, if I worked in adult films, in adult film industry right here, 
in beautiful Los Angeles, California. I would name him Magic Johnson. That's very good. That's... <laughs> now, I know you like Jerry West. That's the whole show. Terrible. No, and last night was about Larry Bird. He's on the other team. Uh, I forgot an absolutely disturbing fact about Larry Bird uh, and his father. What's that? Oh, my goodness. Tell well, me. we can't do spoilers because it's only one day after the right, show. First of all, no it's not a spoiler. Yeah. This happened in real life decades ago. It did, but I don't know. I just don't want people... All right, what is it? He committed suicide. Larry Bird's his father, father committed suicide when he was 48 years old. Yeah. He, he, uh, his father was 48 years old. Yeah. Oh my God. Larry Bird was 18. Well, I've also been to Indiana. Okay, that, one didn't that really, was too far. That really didn't hit. Yeah. <laughs> too it's, much. I have, I think, a big problem when a show is just, it's going to sound so stupid when I say it out loud, just people talking. It's what? I need anything to happen. Hold it's, on, they play basketball. What are you talking about? They Magic not, Johnson has a bunch of sexy time with young ladies. They yeah, do there's not, a lot of sexy time. They do not play basketball. They have, yes, they do. They have one camera on a motion track. That follows them around for about 10 seconds. That's them playing basketball. There's quite, a bit. Uh, there There's was quite a, a bit of basketball. There was a whole scene and Larry Bird's in jeans just whooping up at Indiana State. Larry oh, Bird's I a freaking dude. I love that he just wore jeans during... That was like an actual thing that he did. You know why he went to Indiana State? Because he's from Indiana. Well, you know why he didn't go to Indiana? I'm he here. I'm ready for he it. He didn't finish high I'm school. I'm ready not to laugh. Go ahead. And Indiana's a state school, and they don't care about your grades. 100% true. Yeah, because he couldn't get into Indiana. Didn't have the grades. Yeah. That's it. That's really the whole story. Yeah, that's it. Okay. He's a dude, though. I love the way they represent him. Is he dumb? In the show. He's, no. He's kind of dumb. No. But not like, he's like young and dumb. Who's the actor? Not just like hillbilly no, dumb. Who's mm-hmm. the actor? Larry Bird Jr. All right. Don't know if that's a real name, but. <laughs> probably the third by now. I'm looking. All right, this dude low key looks just like Larry Bird. Yeah, they've done a really good job at like casting. How do they find Larry Bird and Luke Wilson's son to play young Larry Bird? Yeah, it's bonkers how close everyone looks. Michael Cooper is like actually Michael Cooper. It's insanely creepy. Patrick Small. Oh, by the way, Michael Cooper was wearing a Lobo shirt. I think it'd be episode two of this year. That was cool. Seeing Lobo's merch on the the big screen. Hold I love, up. I love winning time, and Fred, you're so wrong do about I, everything. Man. He really is. Is Patrick Smalls also the kid that played the fat catcher in the Sandlot? That can't be true. Oh, that's Patrick Renna. Never mind. Good show today, team. Well done. Hey, Mary, are you performing this week? Uh, no. Are you just so focused on football? No. Oh. Be cool. I have though. other stuff going on. Like performing? Are you actually performing? You're I'll not telling I'll tell you. We, we, okay, here we go. We have like go. 10 seconds, please. Van, final words before Amory spills it off the air. Don't miss a second of the sports talk action tomorrow morning on the opening drive with Jeff and JJ. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.